You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Emerald Podcast Network. This is a special episode, and I'm Emerson Malone. I'm a writer for DailyEmerald.com, and with me here in the studio is Daniel. This is Daniel. And Craig. This is Craig. And this is our first installment of our podcast, Daniel and Craig Review the New Daniel Craig Movie. In this version, we discuss Spectre, the 24th James Bond movie, and the 4th James Bond movie with Daniel Craig. Daniel, let's start with you. What was your impression of the movie overall? I thought it was solid. It wasn't a super topsy-turvy subversion of Bond tropes. It was very much a traditional kind of like stupid, rollicky spy movie, which I was very down with because I, I have issues with reboots taking themselves too seriously, and this was not one of them. Craig, follow up. I agree with Daniels. He mentioned this very traditional. You know, it had all the classic Bond lines in it, like you know, shaken not stirred, which wasn't there quite yet in Casino Royale. But my main thing is, it kind of felt like a Mission Impossible movie, and it it was still entertaining, but had a lot of over the top action sequences. But they were still fun. So does he drink? Yes, he, yes, actually. Does he request a martini? He does at a health club, which was one of the best scenes, and they don't serve alcohol. So does he not request it shaken, not stirred? He does request it shaken, not stirred, but they're like, we don't serve alcohol here, and then some guy orders a protein smoothie. In Casino Royale, because he's ordering some complex recipe for a martini with like a twist of lime in it and whatever, and the person who's making the drinks is like, shaken or stirred? And then he's like, does it look like I give a damn? Yeah. So it sounds like his taste in drinks has evolved since the first movie. Craig... How does it compare to the other movies? I haven't seen Quantum of Solace personally, but based on what I've heard from friends, that's a good thing. Um, I liked Casino Royale, but I really like Skyfall. I think this one would probably be a step below Skyfall and better than Casino Royale. Daniel, was Daniel Craig a fair representation of Daniels and Craigs? Um, can't say about Craigs. Um, as far as Daniels... Um, I feel like most Daniels are, that I know of are more scrawny and sensitive than this Bond. I don't know. He, feel, he felt more like a James, which was good. Have you seen the other James Bond movies with Daniel Craig? Um, I have seen the first two in their entirety and about half of Skyfall. Which one is the strongest? Of the one I've seen, um, easily Casino Royale. And I saw Skyfall, but I wasn't as or I saw like 45 minutes of it, but what I saw was not as thrilling as Casino Royale, so I feel like I would enjoy it less, unless its ending is like mind-blowing. So in the first Daniel Craig James Bond film, we had Chris Cornell do the theme song, and then in Quantum of Solace, it was Alicia Keys and Jack White. In Skyfall, it was Adele, and then in Spectre, it's Sam Smith. Daniel, care to comment? Um, Yeah, he's... Not that interesting. I mean, I've never been a fan of Sam Smith. Like, he kind of, his voice is interesting, but he just, he does this, like, sports stadium melisma thing. It was just kind of distracting. Like, also, the animation was really literal. He was like, a million shards of glass. And then they have, like, Judy Dench's face through, like, this digital glass effect. And it was, like, kind of distracting. Like, it felt like a Paul Walker thing, kind of. It was, like, just, like, really just cheesy, and I didn't know how I felt about it. But yeah, song was meh. Adele is a million times better. Yeah, it's it's tough to beat Adele's. 
Which is, is is Adele the best Bond theme so far? I gotta go with Live and Let Die, Paul McCartney. For We're talking about Daniel Die. Craig movies here. Live We're talking about Daniel Craig movies here, Craig. Paul McCartney's in the Beatles. Okay, let's get back on track. Christoph Waltz, good villain or the best villain? Craig, take this one. And please, let's try to keep it focused. Given the options, I'll say good villain. Um, I don't know. I, they kind of. My feeling from this is they kind of tried to make it like the final Bond movie because Spectre's the organization that's been in all of them, right? Like, isn't that the terror organization? Yeah, that's yeah. the. I think it's the Russian spy organization that's been around since like the Sean Connery ones. Yeah, it's probably it was in the Ian Fleming novels too. I think. So this was Bond like attempting to finally take Spectre down, and Christoph Waltz is a big part of that. And I don't know. To me, it just kind of seemed like. Because, you know, they're done with Daniel Craig, so it almost seemed like they were trying to make it so no one would try another Bond movie. Would you agree, or am I wrong? Um, well, not necessarily that no one would try another one. I mean, I think the introduction to Spectre is, like, kind of a cliffhanger because they were, like, very much building up to it, and they left Blofeld alive, and he was, like, he'd just become Blofeld. Like, in the movie, he's, like, originally some guy named Oberhauser, and then he gets, like, the scar, and it reveals he's, like, changed his name. And then it's, like, yeah, it's, like him but i don't know i thought waltz could have hammed it up more like he was like not at full waltz mode like oh no like compared to like something like hans landa that was just i don't know he just was kind of milk toast a little bit like he could be better like later kind of a passive villain yeah a little bit he was not as interesting as javier bardem or mads mickelson he was just like kind of passive yeah yeah those are both excellent villains in his defense i will say like, they kind of brought in the other villains briefly at the end of this one. Like, they showed pictures of them, and I was like, oh, that's right. There were bad guys in the other two. And I just feel like these new Bond movies haven't had a solid villain yet. And he was the first, like, memorable one from the Daniel Craig Bonds. Which one? Christoph Waltz. Oh, okay. So you're saying Christoph Waltz was excellent as a villain. <laughs> you're twisting my words. Is, is that, that what we're getting at? I'm saying he's the most memorable of the newest movies because I forgot Javier Bardem was the bad guy because it just wasn't a lasting performance. Was Don't there twist it. Was there an equivalent? I'll twist what I want. Was there an equivalent? Because in Javier, Javier Bardem has this like five-minute monologue in Skyfall about how rats start eating one another when they run out of coconuts to eat. Does Christoph Waltz talk about rats eating coconuts for five minutes? No. Is there an equivalent monologue? They have a lot of faith. He and Bond have a lot of face-to-face interaction, which I wasn't expecting. Like just you know, gentlemanly conversations, and of course they devolve from there. But there actually was this great scene that was like I don't know. I kind of took it as self-conscious a little bit, but I'm not sure where he's in this chair. He's been knocked out. He's in like the torture chair, and he wakes up, and Christoph Waltz is in the middle of a monologue. He's like the fir- first he sees like the cat, and then it's like. Christoph Waltz is like mid-sentence and he's just been like blabbering at Bond the whole time while he's asleep so I thought that was pretty awesome Daniel what's your favorite Daniel Craig movie The Golden Compass Craig what's your favorite Daniel Craig movie um what else has he been <laughs> Layer Cake I'm gonna go with um Skyfall <laughs> okay let's let's put a pin in this how was Daniel Craig Craig I think he's a convincing Bond. This was his best one, I feel. Because, you know, these are supposed to be prequels, right? Yeah, it's like how he got his 
dealing. Yeah, so I think it's kind of intentional that, you know, his final one, he's the most Bond, but I feel like there were a few times where it's like, oh, you know, there's this incredibly hot woman. Oh, and there they go to bed together, and then he's going to go save the world and blow up a building. But I don't know. It's He was the most Bond in of the ones he's been in this one, and, you know, he, he saves the day, gets the girl, and gets the job done. So good for him. Yeah, I think he, one of the things I noticed is he has aged tremendously since Casino Royale, and I noticed they put him next to a lot of very young people in this movie, like uh, Ben Wishaw's Q, and the C, I forget what the actor's name is, Moriarty guy, who are both, like, probably 30, and there's one scene he's talking to C, and C says, like, we're bringing this program out of the Dark Ages, and then it, like, cuts to Bond's face, who's, like, you know, representing the Dark Ages in this context, and Bond just looks ancient. He looks so old, and it's kind of awesome. All right, let's close it up. I want to know who you guys think should play the next James Bond, since Daniel Craig is hereby retiring as James Bond. Daniel, who should be James Bond? Daniel Radcliffe. Craig, who do you think should be James Bond? Craig Robinson. Fair enough. Well, that was our installment of Daniel and Craig Review the New Daniel Craig Movie. I'm Emerson Malone. I'm Daniel. I'm Craig. Thank you for listening and sorry for that. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're very sorry. 